1: Same to you. You're old.
2: I I am old.
1: You're old. Do you feel old?
2: I do feel old.
1: First week at eighteen, what do you think?
2: Um You know, my back's starting to hurt more, my knees are popping. You snap more. crackle
1: and pop yeah. when you get out of bed in the morning.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: You're well on that, your way then. Is
2: it normal though?
1: Yeah, you're probably getting a little crotchety too. Of course you've always been that way.
2: <sighs> yeah, well. These you, surgeries. Man,
1: I tell you, if that continues as a trend, that's going to be <laughs> ugly.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, I don't even want to think about that one. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Anyway.
2: Welcome into another Saturday of Woods and Water, South Carolina. Yeah.
1: Thanks for tuning in. It's uh, spring is here.
2: Finally, I was getting a little tired of that cold weather. You know, you know, cold weather it makes your joints hurt and all that. Does that not oh do to goodness. you? No. Really? Just me? Okay.
1: Just you. All right. You are all for your time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I can't do anything about it now. Nope.
1: Can't do anything about it now. Uh, busy. Goodness gracious, it's been like bang, 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 and it's gonna be bang, bang, bang going forward. Yep. I had classic Santee. Boy, they called him at Santee.
2: Yep. Wow. some the numbers on Bass Track, crazy.
1: Yeah. That, that. And and for those of you who don't know, I'm gonna be in Tulsa, Oklahoma today <laughs> at, at the Major League Fishing Red Crest. So we're recording this a bit early uh, and with the weather delay down at Santee, then fishing Championship Monday, we haven't seen the final thing yet So because I fly out early in the week. Um, but yeah, caught him at Santee like nine pounders. You know, it was just... How come Santee wasn't like that when we were down there last year? We need to be down there right now. Oh, yeah. It ain't well, gonna happen.
2: we're... We're gonna start making our way down there.
1: Yes, we're gonna start um, the annual, uh, the second annual fishing across challenge. the state challenge
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: ramps up. Uh, yeah, <sighs> we will. We will get into that. Yep. Do we decide what we're gonna fish? Murray, of course. Murray. For capital city Lake Murray country, think, we're gonna go down there.
2: I think I love Lake Hartwell, but I think we need to take it further north to Joe Cassie.
1: Joe Cassie, yeah, smallmouth.
2: And then head on down to Santee. Santee. And then maybe come back up and hit Hartwell. Maybe, maybe we'll add a, a fourth Oh, my stop. gosh.
1: I hope you got gas money. Um. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. But, yeah, so so let's see. Classic, then Santee, then Red Crest. Uh, come back. We got back-to-back air shows in South Carolina. One with the Thunderbirds, one with the Blue Angels. Nope. Um, fishing is now... <laughs> Absolutely. Whether it's here, the salt's kicking off, trout fishing's getting good.
2: That that.
1: Yes, I know that
2: trout fishing. Yes, I know we'll that. Get back into that, and oh no, we need to go back down to Charleston.
1: Okay, you, like I said, do you have cash money for all this?
2: I mean, I technically do. You have sponsors I that <laughs> will pay for this? Technically, do have money. It's just whether or not I'm willing to give it up. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> the problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that's the problem. Dads all over the country are going, uh-huh, ha ha. I know what that's like.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Okay, well, we, it's going to be a relatively busy show. We do have a couple of. We're going to do our classic wrap up. Um,
2: it's a week late, but
1: yeah, know. week late, but we're going to we're going to we're going to do the classic wrap up and uh, talk about the the gathering down at the Clinton House this past weekend. Yep,
2: that was a great way that to was, spend a birthday. oh gosh,
1: yes, great way to spend a birthday for you. Um... So we do have we do have some interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh two of five came out. Sorry about that. Uh wind wind interference at Media Day at the Classic uh kind of killed us, so
2: <laughs> kinda. Of.
1: Yeah, kinda. So let's uh let's kick it off with the counter events brought to you by Capital City
2: Lake Murray Country.
1: And this this is Captain Jacob Primo Impellazeri. <laughs> He is Thunderbird 8. Listen to this.
2: I've always loved flying ever since uh, I was a little kid. My dad was actually in the Air Force uh, for 20 years. He flew C-130s, and then he got out and got hired with Delta. So I've been around aviation my entire life. Uh, So that's what really drove me to become not only a pilot, but uh, a fighter pilot. You know, all the way through pilot training, you got the different instructor pilots training you, uh, and the fighter pilots were always... One the best in the air and it was just the coolest thing to see. Uh, growing up, we'd always go to air shows. So I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio and the Dayton Air Show is a huge air show every year. And one year, the Thunderbirds uh, would go and then the next year, the Blue Angels. So they would alternate every other year. And just seeing those Jets was awe-inspiring and really wanted to make me uh, become a fighter pilot.
1: And there you have it. Inspiration. And maybe, maybe there's a Future fighter pilot out there who, uh, hey, Mom, I want to go down. Or, hey, Dad, I want to go down and see the Thunderbirds or the Blue Angels. So here we go. So April the 2nd through the no- and 3rd uh, at Shaw Air Force Base. They're having the Shaw Air and Space Expo. Uh, you can go. They have a website set up, which is ShawAirExpo.com. Um It takes you through everything that you may need to know. Uh, performers. You're going to have, of course, the headliners are going to be the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds, uh, the Viper Demo Team, which is based there at Shaw Air Force Base. Uh, they're going to have a Heritage Flight p 51s F-16, the Black Daggers Parachute Team, the AeroShare Aerobatic Team, we're going to be flying there, T-6 Texans, Smoke and Thunder Jet Truck, R.J. Gritter and a Decathlon, Panchito, which is a B-25 Mitchell, Scott Francis in a Pitts S-1T? No, no. What? MXS. Okay, I said that didn't look like a pits. Uh Full throttle formation team, I think it's an RV bunch, and then the Confederate Air Force's FG-1D Corsair hmm. going to be performing. So that's the second and the third, and we might as well go ahead and go down to the, yeah. the next one, and we'll just come back to the other. Then uh, the next weekend, which is April 8th, I mean April 9th and 10th, at Joint Base Charleston, you've got... The 2022 Air Expo. And, uh, their headliner is going to be the Blue Angels. Uh, followed by the Black Daggers, uh, the Viper demo team. Okay. Uh, Pitts S2S Raptor, Edge 540, a P51D, which is Quicksilver based in Aiken. Uh, C17 is going to be there. F15, a C130, a C5. And, uh, it looks like Aeroshell is going to be there too cool. I wonder if Jim Tobel is going to be there in his corsair cuz he and Scooter Yoke of uh of uh Quicksilver they always perform together. So anyway, the only the 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 caveat to the Charleston show is you have to have a parking pass to get on base. You can only get a parking pass for one day. So you need to go to the website which is jvcharleston.com air Expo, uh and get your parking pass. In admission's free, but you got to have a parking pass to access on base parking. Uh, one pass per vehicle, not per attendee. Okay. I'm excited. I, I cannot, cannot wait.
2: You're a runway junkie. I
1: am a runway junkie, and I will never change.
2: I'm aware
1: of that. Okay, so you have, like, a minute.
2: I'm just going to say, y'all have one more day. To get to the Pimentel Sportsman Classic in Columbia, that's right, which that's I right. highly recommend for all yes. you fishermen, duck con- hunters, deer hunters, Gosh. anybody. This is the place you want to be. Columbia and technically it started yesterday, goes till tomorrow. So you better get down there. Get out
1: there. Um, go ahead. What you
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh. oh, I can do one of mine. Go ahead and do it. Okay. Theirs. Uh <sighs> for warriors and veterans, there's a special fishing day for you. Um Which is the U.S. put on by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, Charleston, and Department of Natural Resources. It takes place Wednesday, April 6th from 9 to 3. And uh, warriors and veterans only, it's a limit of 100 participating uh, fishermen. And it's the Cooper River Rediversion Project in St. Stephen's. It's a bank fishing thing. Bring your favorite rod. If you don't have a rod, some will be available for use. Artificial bait will be provided. Uh, you have to have a valid SCDNR freshwater fishing license striped bass catch and release only uh, it's uh, and they say that Pam Holbrook said this is like a tournament to die a fishing day to die for mm. right there behind St. Francis alright so hang on we'll be back in more Woods and South on the other side
0: Anything and a donut. Dad,
3: to go.
2: What is this? What? Well, look well, at the
4: sidewalk,
2: sidewalk and take to a look.
1: Yes. Whoa.
2: Whoa. <laughs> oh, well. Come download my own music this week. Gee,
3: well. oh, wow. this. <laughs> <laughs> you would have God.
1: hated me as a teenager.
2: Oh, no. I know. I would have I been one tell. of those
1: boys that you just
2: looked at. Run Mike, up why one more. are you breathing the same air <laughs> it's as me? Pretty much true. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: right. Um, welcome back to Woods of Water, South Carolina. The 80s were the best. I'm sorry. No. The 80s music, it's just... Oh, hey, hey, Top Gun 2 is coming out.
2: I saw that.
1: Is it May 27th? Yes. Yes. May 27th.
2: absolutely going to see that one.
1: If you see about 30 people in their mid-50s, I'm probably one of them. (laughs) There's a bunch of us that are getting together to go see that one. Really? I don't know know which theater we're going to.
2: Why? 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 But
1: there's gonna be a bunch of us.
2: Why can't we I? We got go? people coming.
1: I think we got people coming down out of town to see it with us.
2: Hey, why can't I go?
1: Because you're not fifty-something. Sorry. Well,
2: but I'm eighteen. I may as well be fifty. No, you're
1: not. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, May twenty, May twenty-seventh, I think is the day it's coming out.
2: I'll go see by myself. I
1: do. That's fine. Go. <laughs> I'm gonna be a bunch of my high school friends. That's, that's scary. <laughs> it is scary. Okay. Don't,
2: don't go trying to race down with <laughs> him. Who knows? Dad? Wait,
1: was a lot less crowded Dad, when we were up that was going
2: to show you that. <laughs> Anywho.
1: <laughs> Too many stoplights. But I mean, when, when I was going to high school, leaving Greer, heading to Greenville, there were like six stoplights the whole way in.
2: Not to mention there's more people.
1: And now there's like 30 of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, Believe me, I know it's annoying
1: it'd be kind of fun to see if you could weave in and out of traffic i get Dad. really upset with people to do that now but, i
2: know yeah but
1: it was fun back then of course Dad. there were lots of gaps there's no Dad. more gaps which is kind of funny because somebody comes blasting Dad. by you and uh you catch up to a 100 yards down at the stoplight and you're Dad? like hey remember me you just blew around me and wasted a half gallon of gas but hey that's okay uh Jeez, this is bad. Okay, it's all right. Really bad. So we're going to wrap up the counter event. Um, <clears throat> you, well, how many do you have? Just one?
2: Um, I have multiple.
1: You have multiple counter events? I have events multiple.
2: Left? I have like okay. four.
1: Okay, we'll go ahead and do one. Okay.
2: So DNR came out with. That's this not a
1: counter th- event.
2: It kind of is. No,
1: that's a news. Oh, gosh.
2: <sighs> Fun then. Crab Bank is having some closures. Yes. Due to breeding season.
1: That's really not a common so, event either. Yes, it is. No, it's not.
2: That's news. <laughs> this is the last Bass, time I'll let you. Be- Bass Pro Shops is having. Okay, this a is world a of event. Good. Okay. Gosh.
1: This is the last time I'll let you start.
2: Y'all can see I'm hitting myself over the head with all these papers. yeah, right,
1: We got a lot of stuff to get to.
2: <clears throat> Bass Pro Shops is holding their World's Fishing Fair at their headquarters in Springfield.
1: Their 50th anniversary. It's their
2: 50th anniversary. Their 50th anniversary. Yeah. Yes, it is.
1: So it's we the weekend after him. the Red Crest, and I March can't go. March 30th I know. through April
2: 3rd. Uh. But you may think, well, that's a really long way to go if you all are around here. But let me just tell you.
1: Oh, it's worth it.
2: <clears throat> so, first off, 50% of all proceeds that they make at this fair um, for admissions are being donated to support con- conservation. That's r- a five-day event. Point number one yeah. of why you should go.
1: It's a five-day event.
2: Yes. Um... <clears throat> and it says, "Year this year's fair is the, destined to be the largest event in the history of angling. That's yeah, thing number it. two, why you should go. And uh, thing number three, they're having some mystery country music artists going to be there. But they're saying they're some of the biggest names in country music. Oh, it's no
1: mystery. They published it. Oh,
2: well, it's not in here. It, it's, they haven't uh, released it, I guess, then. Yeah,
1: they have. I saw it today. It's like. It's oh, it's some good ones, Dirk, Dirk Smithley, no. and, and yeah. I, I mean, let's go. see.
2: They said it. They said mystery guests in this
1: one. Well, it's not in a mystery anymore. Let's see. <clears throat> who posted it? Somebody on Facebook posted it.
2: Not even
1: cool. Uh, oh, who was that to put it out there? It was. It was. Somebody put it out there, but it's it's John Anderson. I mean, it's it's huh. uh, Hank Williams Jr. is gonna
2: on no. Saturday night. No, come on. Yes. Okay. Well, there's 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 point number three of why you should go. Um, they're gonna be some really cool auctions going on. It says two hundred fifty thousand dollars in prizes yeah. over a five day event. Drawings held hourly. Uh, there's gonna be over ten million dollars worth of tackle. That's gonna be there that you can buy. Uh,
1: it's only a 12-hour job.
2: You wanna go? I'm down to go. <laughs> oh
1: man, it's a three-hour flight.
2: Okay. Or three got, and a half hours. Sky
1: miles. I got sky miles to burn <laughs> plus free tickets.
2: Uh, Keep going. There's gonna be the Wonders of Wildlife facility. Oh, and you
1: need to you need to if you go out you need to dedicate a day for Wonders of Wildlife.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: an incredible thing. Okay, keep going.
2: There are going to be seminars there. Some of the biggest legends in bass fishing are going to be there, like yep. Jimmy Houston, Everybody's Bill gonna Dance, be there. Kevin yeah. Van Dam, Johnny Morris, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Roland Martin. Oh, boy. Okay. Edwin Evers. huh? Oh, gosh. And then there you can buy some boats there. They're going to have boats for sale. There's just a lot going on. Go to their website. Check them out. It would,
1: it's it's tempting. It's worth,
2: it's worth it.
1: It's tempting. It's
2: definitely worth it. It's tempting. I'm, okay. I'm out of calendar. Strength, okay, good. Apparently. Apparently,
1: you don't know calendar from news. This
2: was kind. Of, it had dates in it.
1: Well, but that's not calendar. Uh, this is this is calendar. Attention, all crappy oh, yeah. fishermen. We are holding a springtime crappy tournament to all who are interested. This is Riverwind's Landing, and Prosperity, South Carolina. You can register anytime at Riverwind's Landing. Uh, through 6 a.m. Saturday, April the 9th, which is the day of the tournament. Entry fees, $90 per team, 100% payback through the field, big fish, hooks in the water at 7 a.m. and out at 2.30, and all anglers must be in line by 3.45 for the weigh-in. Seven fish weigh-in, all must be alive. Uh, it's an open trailer event as well, so you can come and go. Uh, and that's the calendar. And right now we are in the spring of deception. We had winter. We're
2: not going to talk about We had about full
1: that. spring, second yes. winter. This is a spring of deception. We're looking at third winter and then the pollening.
2: Although I, I, I beg to differ, I don't think we'll get to a third winter.
1: I don't know. It is just uh, it, always around Easter. seems like we have a cold snap. So I have seen pollen on the water.
2: Oh, gosh. Yes. So
1: it's like. We're in the spring of deception, which the pollening starts, and then we have third winter which stops the polling and then the pollening happens after the third winter. So this is, this is the twelve seasons of South Carolina for those of you that aren't <laughs> up on this stuff.
2: Um, <laughs> and if you if you think you didn't hear us right, yes, we said twelve seasons. Twelve seasons, 12 seasons. of South
1: Carolina. Okay. Uh 340, 11, yeah, we got time. Okay. We we did some interviews during the classic, and uh I don't have the right one queued up. I got Ronnie. I don't have James Overstreet heat up. 3:40. Um, we still got time to do it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So this is this is part of the classic montage live from Greenville, South Carolina, and standing here with the one and only James Overstreet, who is
3: who takes some of the best pictures, both on the water and off the water that I've ever seen. Jo, thank you. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate you saying that. And. Uh, I appreciate everybody that takes a look at at what I do. Absolutely. That's some good stuff. Taylor, first question. Okay.
2: Besides taking pictures, what is your favorite part about the classic? Oh,
3: well. I think probably everybody's, you know, when they think of the classic, they think of the guy holding a trophy over his head and the fireworks and the confetti. I'm no different than everybody else, but I get to take that one, you know, and uh, I've taken a lot of them and that's always, because it's the biggest moment for the guy and that's why we're here so it's the biggest moment for our guys to hold that trophy and which makes it the biggest moment in our sport and the biggest moment that i need to catch how many years you've been doing this Uh, i guess 20-ish something like that maybe yeah Yeah. still love doing it i have cut a little bit of my schedule back we're not going to do the opens anymore but i'm going to do all the elites and the classic for some years if i stay healthy yeah yeah um what do you do in the off season? Because I see some of your pictures. I follow you, so I know some of the stuff you do.
1: What do you enjoy doing when you're not
3: on the Elite Series taking pictures? Really, in the off season, is my I really stay away from people a lot. <laughs> and it's not because of the people; it's because I, it's, I'm in places I, that I love to be, which are kind of remote, you know, and that. But I usually I put my camper on a really remote lake, and I st- I keep it there a couple months. I come and go. I deer hunt quite a bit, and. I shoot a lot of photos. That's when I do all my landscape stuff, since you follow me. You know, I have yeah. a I do a landscape deal every now and then in there in my photo of the day, and I shoot some of that stuff just so I like doing it. And that's about it. Camp, fish, and deer hunt a little bit, take a lot of pictures. Taylor, got another one? Got another question?
2: Are you willing to give my dad photography lessons?
3: <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> You talking about with a real camera or a phone? <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on the, We'll start with the phone and move from move up. See how we do. <laughs> Might have known to ask you a you a smart question. Remind me never to do that again. You know I had to gig, you, <laughs> man. I know you had
1: to gig me. <laughs> um, I, you know, of the bass staff, who's the most fun just to be around all the time?
3: Oh man. Uh huh. Here
1: we go. This includes all your. This is Sago and Ronnie and Davey and Dave Mercer. Oh, no, it
3: ain't
1: none of them. Oh, none of them. No, no, actually, you know, who is it?
3: You know, Mercer's probably how I do. I eat more dinners than that with him, Bowman. But my funnest to me is, I guess, overall, is my traveling buddy, Steve Wright. Okay. You know, he's a a writer for Bass, and he's always been my traveling guy for years now. He's written, and I, I would do the photos, and when we would do a lot of feature stories. For ESPN back in the day, we were like a two-man team. So it would be him because he—he's seen a lot of windshield with me over the years. A lot of windshield.
1: That's time well spent in my
3: book. Oh, uh-huh. Do I dare to give you another shot. Do you have anything else?
2: You probably don't.
1: Oh. Okay. Any, any word for Geddes? See Geddes probably. Listen. Any word for Geddes, Brandon? I
3: you would start with Lieutenant Governor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He'll be there for too long. James, thanks so much, man.
3: Appreciate it, man. Yeah. It's always a great visit with you. Absolutely. You too. You're growing up like a weed, girl. <laughs>
1: See you
3: later.
1: Oh, me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I don't know it's what's going problem. on with that thing. God, done so well in the past. and But anyway, that was James Overstreet. If you ever look at uh, Bassmaster.com, his pictures are splashed all over. If you follow him, he does a picture a day for like mm-hmm. seven years. Just some good stuff. So, anyway, hang on. We'll be back. More Woods and Water stuff on the other side of the break. back to woods and water South Carolina. I'm, I, seriously, that, that digital voice recorder has just done wonderful over the years. I, haven't, so... I have no clue. I wonder if it's the, the SD card. Mm. Could be the SD card because you know the SD cards have come a long way. And I don't know which one I had in that thing. I have to do some experiments because I'm planning on using that thing in Tulsa a bunch because I'm, tari- I'm not carrying all my stuff with me. But anyway, uh, it's and then we caught up with another friend. Uh, congratulations to Ronnie and Sarah—they just had their first child. I did
2: see that. A little girl.
1: What's her name? Um,
2: oh gosh. I know. It was a really pretty name. I remember It that. was. Like, yeah. It <laughs> I was. What it is? Uh,
1: but yeah, Ronnie Moore, who is uh, king of fantasy fishing. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that and uh, the wall of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear. Let's uh, listen to what Ronnie said. One tap. All right, so catching up with somebody else that, you know, he says all I have to do is give him a call, and I know he means it, because he's just that kind of guy. Uh, Ronnie Moore, who, who, if you watch Bass Live, is the kingmaker
4: on fantasy fishing. <laughs> the uh, no one else, I guess, I'm the self proclaimed king of fantasy fishing, but I'm uh, I'm cool with that. So. Yeah, I, uh, I'm always available, always available for a call. But, man, it's the classic week, and it's the most special week in the sport of fishing. There's no other event that gets the entire industry, sponsors, fans, anglers, everyone comes into one central location to celebrate this event. It is a big celebration of the sport in general. I kicked your butt in fantasy fishing last year. I know you did. The more I know about these anglers, the, the worse I do because I know – Boat number one and boat number ninety-four, they can catch them doing the same thing, and everybody else in between. So I kind of get, my heart pulls me in directions. I trick my mind, you know. But still, at the end of the day, the king reigns for only a short time period. You know, this isn't a blood thing. This was a self-proclaimed thing. So I don't know how long my reign will last. But right now, I'll I'll take it. I'll take my lumps when I when I get them.
1: You don't want to know the rationale I
4: used to pick last year. Just don't ask. Hey, it's it it's understandable. It's no understandable. My <laughs> wife is neck and neck with me this year, and she's never done it before, but she has asked my opinion, and I've told her to switch some people out, and I've been correct, and I'm like, I need to take my own advice. <laughs> I need to, like, if I was telling someone who didn't know about fishing, who would I tell them and dumb it down, and then just pick who I tell them. Yeah. That's exactly what I should do. Gotta love this guy. All, All right, Taylor.
2: Right, okay, what do you think about the weather well, for this weekend?
4: The weather for Lake Hartwell, man, two weeks ago so two weeks before the classic started i texted a couple buddies who live at lake hartwell fish lake hartwell a lot and i said what's the water temp thinking they would say 48 49 degrees they said 55 in some places and i said my mindset's totally changed this classic is going to be a warmer classic than we've had other than the summertime one in 2021 this is going to be different, and that's what I love about Lake Hartwell. Every year we've had it. 08, it was 30 feet low and cold, oh, yeah. timber everywhere. Mm-hmm. 2015, coldest classic all time. 2018, it changed every day, and it's very similar to this week, but the fish will probably be a little bit more ahead than they were then. So. I'm very excited about the weather this week. It was, you know, the the lows have been in the 30s a lot of the days, and then all of a sudden classic week comes around. The lows are in the mid-40s, maybe 50 degrees for the low, and the highs. I got red on the final day of practice. I haven't been red from the sun in nine months because we haven't had the sun. (laughs) It's been winter for too long. So I got a little bit red. The highs are going to be in the 70s to 80s. We could hit 80. I mean, the final day of the classic, projecting obviously, We could see someone catch a key fish off the bed to win the Classic. That's something we never have in the Classic. And Lake Harwell, we're going to see guys eight inches of water, 60 feet of water, and they're going to be neck and neck weight-wise at the end of the tournament, which is very cool. This is a good one.
1: Favorite thing
4: about the Classic? The moment one angler's on stage waiting for a boat to pull up, that angler steps off the stage, and they go and put their five fish on the scales, and they stand beside each other. And one of those two becomes the Bassmaster Classic Champ. It's, it's a 30-second thing, and it's 55 minutes in my mind. I'm like, everything is in slow-mo, and I am, I am getting chills right now talking about it because that is the moment that changes that angler's life. It changes their family's life. It changes both people's lives on stage, to be honest, because the person will never forget finishing second, and they'll never forget winning the Classic. But I started to change my mindset a few years ago because it doesn't just change whoever has the same last name as the winner. It changes every person in that arena. I was in the Classic in 2010 for my first time as a a fan. And I got to see an arena light up when the winner was announced. And I'll never forget that. I never will forget that roar. I'll never forget the curtain splitting and somebody coming through with their song, and the fans cheering, or a giant bag on the scales. It's stuff that I will never forget, and it's why I'm here today most likely, because this sport is so special. But that moment, that little blip of time, that it's slow-mo. A is sitting in the chair, another guy's walking up with his five fish, and no one knows who's going to win until those scales read out what it says. So that is a very special moment in our in our format and in our sport. And it's funny you should mention
1: that because say that because the same thing, J.O. I'm sure it's the same thing other people will say as we go through this week. Um, oh, and mine just went blank. Um, you got anything? My mind, I'm serious. My mind just went had an idea, and it was gone.
4: You don't have anything. I mean, it's, it's like you said, something yeah. J.O. said. It's, it's yeah. guys, he's been to twice as many classics as yep. me. But you never forget them. You'll know the first Classic you went to. Yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll remember even the first Classic I worked in 2014. I remember driving and we're leaving the ramp going to Birmingham to go back to where the arena was for the War Room, like way back in the War Room days. We were rolling that way and the the lake splits, you know, the road splits. Mm-hmm. And we're going to Birmingham and I look at Bastrak and I'm like, Randy Howes got 22 pounds. <laughs> and he's like right over there, I think. And right. we turn around and we look and you see cars lining on the bridge. And we go over there, and I get out of the car, and I'm like crawling over seats, shooting a bass cam, as we're talking about. This is a, the leaderboard is shaking up from a guy from back in the pack, yeah. and we and we walk out there and we watch him catch his fifth fish, catch him, see him cull. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Birmingham, and we're like, they're going to catch him throughout the day, and he didn't, you know. So there's little things in every single classic that I'll never forget. Uh, so, like we said, the winning moment is always so special, but I get chills. Thinking months in advance about who's going to win. Like, what it would be like to have that winning weight and to hold that trophy and the confetti come down. Like, I cry every time. It's so cool. It's so cool. Well, Ronnie, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's always. Cool to watch you
1: up there on the screen of knowledge and talking about draining the lake, fantasy vision, and the stats and stuff like that. And uh, thanks for taking a few minutes and doing this here media day at the 2022 Bassmaster Classic.
4: Of course. I'll take any time to talk about this sport because it is so special. Think about I'm a 28-year-old kid who uh, has been in the sport for almost a decade now, so they welcomed me in as a college kid. So if you want to do something in this sport or in this industry, available for anyone you got to have your passion i don't have a silky voice like tommy sanders i don't have the charisma necessarily or the storytelling ability i'm, I'm i can tell stories pretty good now but zone is another level yes. davy's got the angler expertise from that so everyone's got their role and mine is just the passion and the effort statistics as well i love the numbers because numbers do tell a story in fishing but if you want to work in the sport Find a way. If it's marketing, if it's operating a camera, if it's mopping up. I was the bash track guy, but I was planning and prepping, sure. learning how to take photos in case it ever happened. Overstreet gets sick one day, I go out and take photos, and then boom, you just never know how it goes. So always be willing, never say no, always say yes to stuff, and you could uh, work in your favorite sport as well.
3: Cool, man. Thanks.
4: Yep. Again, sorry for
1: the. Oh. I got to figure out what's horrible. going on with that, um, but Ronnie's uh, Marlo Joy.
2: Yep, I remember. Little girl,
1: that. Marlo Joy. So, born on the sixteenth of March. Um, got uh, two minutes. Favorite part of the classic for you?
2: Oh gosh, um, getting to catch up with the people you haven't seen since I cast.
1: It's a family deal.
2: Yeah.
1: A very very extended family deal. You were busy. I was very busy. Opening day Shimano <laughs> out at the ball field, which was a really cool event. Yeah. The Shimano Macbeth opening kickoff party with uh steel toast stiletto band and mm-hmm. that three sixty camera deal, which was really fun. Gosh. <laughs> it was. It was fun. Mm hmm. Um <laughs> So take so or we could save this till next segment. Save it right?
2: till next segment 'cause there's a lot. <laughs>
1: So what are we going to do? Because we got like a minute and a half. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dad. I know. I, I know. No. What? Come go ahead. On. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Let
2: me add substance to the show, okay. please. <laughs>
1: we'll come back to our favorite part of the <laughs> classic. <laughs> Quickly, fill in.
2: Crab Bank Seabird Sanctuary. If y'all are planning on going down there for family thing or going to take pictures, it's going to be closed. The island's going to be closed from March 15th to October 15th because of the breeding season. Um, nesting season. It's breeding season.
1: Well, nesting season.
2: Okay. Um, then it opens back up October 16th, but no access is allowed after dark. You cannot camp. You can't bring your dogs. can't bring your cars on the island. can't bring your bicycles. um, and don't disturb the birds while you're there, please.
1: I think you can only be between mean low tide and mean high tide on the island itself. I do <laughs> think you can walk in the interior. I think you have to stay in that tidal range. Huh. Interesting. Think. <clears throat> all right. Well, let's uh, let's take a break. we got one more segment to go. And we don't have a clue what we're going to talk about because we've got a lot of things, but we're not going to get to all of them. So, just
2: bear with us.
1: <laughs> just bear with us. Old Woods and water south on the other side of the break. in here. and just got an email. Is this Boston's Greatest Song? Huh? Just got an email popped up here. Is this Boston's Greatest Song? It's from Paul, my brother.
2: Oh! Oh, yeah. that was so random. I know.
1: I know. There's a YouTube thing out there on on Don't Look Back and why it's... I wonder if this is the same thing.
3: Huh. It's like
1: 40 minutes long. It's great. It goes in-depth and... Oh, it goes in-depth and all the, the... Just the little nuances of Tom Scholes and Boston and all and Sorry, this is not a this is not a rock and roll show. This is an outdoor radio show, but we happen to like music here.
2: We ha- we we
1: yeah we.
2: I somewhat like your music,
1: but we like music in general. I'm not saying my music. We like uh, music.
2: Oh yeah, we do like music,
1: music makes the world go around, right along with the outdoors.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. Quickly, we have we have a couple of news stories we need to get to.
2: That apparently we're not calendar events. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, calendar mm, anyway. events are specific yes, date stuff. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Well, the other one had dates, and this was just oh. in there somewhere. Anyway, okay. DNR just released the new Go Outdoors South Carolina app. Yes. That is their new licensing and boating titling system.
1: Replace the old app that was out there last yes. year.
2: That was what they had, especially for turkey hunters, turkey season's coming in. Yep. Um, whatever app you downloaded for the previous season, delete that and add this new one. It's available on Apple and Google Play Store. It, you can, like I said, you can purchase hunting and fishing licenses, permits, and tags, apply for lottery hunts, uh, register a, register or renew a watercraft, uh, report turkey harvests, upgrade to a licensing card, and purchase SCDNR gear and make donations through that one app. It's a multifunctional app and... It god, you can do a whole bunch with this.
1: They have hard hard license cards now, like yeah. a credit card. Uh-huh. It's really cool. I can't wait to get mine. Yep. Um but yeah, for turkey hunters that you gotta have that to report your turkey harvest. Uh and I got I stole yours.
2: I H- it right Come here. on.
1: Okay, well here.
2: No, we don't go by all means, go ahead.
1: Uh. the South County Department of Natural Resources, if you spot a black bear, <laughs> they wanna know about it. Uh, black bears, it's springtime. Bears are coming out and starting to move around looking for food.
2: About to be time to put your bird feeders up. Make yeah, sure uh, trash cans are closed.
1: Yeah, because the teenagers are going to be looking for homes of their own, yep. so to speak. So, um, and it's really easy. Department of Natural Resources' website. Uh, they want your name, email, phone number. Uh, if you can, take a picture. Don't get in trouble taking a picture. <laughs> you know, like...
2: Don't get, Don't get close to get
1: mauled or chased yeah. by the bear, but you know, just just grab a picture with your camera, um, and then the date and time that you saw it, uh, the number of bears, uh, adults, number of cubs you see, location, uh, and I guess they're like using Google Maps here because you can upload Latin Lodge. By tapping, so I guess I guess you do uh, the county, the town, neighborhood subdivision, if if applicable, and if you have any con uh, comments, you can add those too. Same this place. is
2: bear taco season, so all of y'all like to go out there and hang your hammocks up. You are setting yourself
1: uh, human enchilada.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they did have a guy get attacked in a hammock a couple of years was back the, in the. I
2: remember. No, it was a lady.
1: Was it a lady? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. I do in fact remember that.
1: Yeah. Up in the Smoky Mountain.
2: Not to discourage you from going outside and hanging up because
1: <laughs> yeah, I like going out and hanging but up.
2: <laughs> just be aware. Yeah,
1: just be aware. Like if you if you go camping, use be bear aware. Hang your uh you know, suspend your food on a bear pole or up a tree or something like that. Don't keep it in the tent with you. Goes back to that Bobcat story. From the Chattooga River trip a few years oh, back. Oh, I was
2: thinking about the bear story with the Oreos.
1: Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> which bear story is better?
2: I think the Oreo one. The I like the Oreo one, one better.
1: Okay. Have I told that one in a while? I don't
2: I don't think you've actually told that one before.
1: Okay. Well, I have a... Uh, Scotty D. in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to have a little country fly shop. Um, he guided in Alaska for like eight or nine years on Milk Creek, which is... Montana Creek, it's, it's in the same area as Montana Creek. It's just a little bit to the east.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they, they, they built a cabin and then helicoptered it back in a cabin, wow. which is really cool. And then they jet-boated back up to it and fished out of it. He, uh, he, he, he said, I've never used bear spray before. I always had it, but never had to use it. Uh, but he said, we kept seeing bear tracks in camp after we left to go fishing. we come back to be bear tracks. He said, we came back one day. There's a black bear sitting in the middle of our camp. <laughs> And he found a package of Oreos, and he is eating an Oreo one at a time. He,
2: he he's a distinguished he's a gentleman. He's a distinguished
1: gentleman, Black Bear. He's <laughs> picking up an Oreo, and he's eating it, and he said, "Is just just you just like uh huh? What?" <laughs> but he said, "You just can't have that kind of you know familiarity in in yep. camp." So. He got close enough and hit the bear with bear spray. The bear started screaming because that pepper spray really hurts, and the bear stuff is kind of more than the human stuff. And he said, I felt so sorry for the bear. Uh, he, he said, was but, trying
2: to eat his Oreos.
1: Yeah, but those weren't his Oreos. <laughs> and he said, never saw the bear again. But, yeah, that's a pretty cool bear story. But, yeah, picking out and eating Oreos one at a time. <laughs> Sitting up in camp.
2: His mom raised him right. That's right. His mom raised him on table matters. <laughs>
1: Son, you're not going to act like you were raised in a barn. Uh. Anyway, fair story. Okay, so it's like six minutes left. Yeah.
2: So, classic. Classic, yeah. So, I did. We had the kickoff party with Shimano at Floorfield. Uh, it was great. It was good to kind of catch up with them before all the craziness of the week started. And Friday, I was working at a Shimano booth pretty much all day. Had a lot of people come through. A lot of people were wanting to buy stuff, which was good. Uh, we released a couple of new. Really cool reels, and we actually released some of our Macbeth line tackle, so that was pretty cool. Uh, some really cool jointed shad. Yeah, we, we had some. We had some good stuff come out. Yep. So it was good to be able to kind of tell people about it, and also, you know, it makes you kind of feel smart when you're right. When people ask you questions, you're like, "Oh, I know the answer to this." Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was cool having some people come up to me and recognize me and say hi, take some pictures. So. Uh, that's why I say, if y'all ever see us out in public, come say hi. Sure.
1: We don't... I we mean, don't, mean, we're just normal we don't people. Bite. Nah. No, we don't buy <laughs> Normally we take showers in the morning.
2: Yeah, no, normally.
1: I do, at least. Sometimes do you? you don't. I do, too. Okay. We need to talk about that, then. Oh,
2: gosh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, Saturday, I honestly... I hated to not be able to make it to the expo. Uh, I am actually in fire EMS training right now on Saturday, so... Training went a little late, and after I got out, I had heard that parking was insane and yep. that if it was packed, and I was like, by the time I get down there, it'll be time to go to weigh-in anyways. So we just waited to go to weigh-in. weigh in. Uh, Was able to have some friends in our suite, uh, and then, of course, championships night came around. We, I was back and forth between AFCO and Shimano. Uh, we did, that, with we did the expo crew. that
1: day because I hadn't mm-hmm. been to the expo yet. Yeah, you
2: marshaled on Friday, yep. and then we didn't go on Saturday. Yep. Um, so it was good to catch up with my AFCO crew, made some new contacts. Uh, pretty pretty cool to see what all's happened ever since ICAST. I mean, things can happen so fast when you don't see people that much. But um.
1: And you're supposed to go to Journey South Outfitters in Louisiana yeah, fishing.
2: I'm going to Louisiana. Imagine that. Going to go for a uh, women's weekend with some of the AFCO Pro staff. Uh, we're going to do some product reviews and shoot some films, so that'll be fun. Uh, so things like that that come out of this. But uh, then Championship Sunday was great. Um, congrats to Jason Christie. He deserved it. He fished his heart out, and uh, it was it was a very close tournament. A lot of people we talked to were saying it was going to be close. But we actually got to have Mike, Ike, and Nelly hang yeah, out with yeah. us. Yeah,
1: if you weren't there, they... Uh, <laughs> Yamaha Wrightwaters did a, a thing with Sacramento Boating Fishing Alliance, and Mike Akinelli was kind of the spokesperson talking about it. And then uh, Chris Butler, the president uh the board chairman for SCBFA, was there on stage with him. And they, uh, he and Geddes and Mike's wife and a couple other people came and watched Final Way in with us, which was fun.
2: Pretty cool. Pretty cool to hang out with him and yeah. <clears throat> kind of, he's one that I really haven't gotten m- had much contact with so it was cool to meet him and his wife but overall i think it was a great weekend and it was fun having it here at home because some family came some people that don't only get to see us do our thing got to see us do our thing um all great but kind of unfortunate for the people that got stuck in the elevator that broke yeah. <laughs> the night of championship sunday
1: yeah. uh let's see so wednesday i rode with matt arian's practice day we had a mm-hmm. good time Almost killed a seagull. Or almost got hit by a seagull. Yeah, <coughs> um, did
2: kill a seagull on then, Friday. Well, Thursday
1: we had media day, which yep. is always oh, fun. Yeah, media day. Lunch and all with everybody. And that's when you start seeing all your friends in the media. And, uh, then to catch up with them. Uh, then we had interviews around the boats Thursday afternoon after lunch.
2: Great lunch, by the way. Woo, boy. Yeah,
1: lasagna. It was really good. And good salad, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Friday. Friday for me, I rode with Brian New. He dropped twenty pounds uh, on the scales and was leading on day one. So Friday we had a really good time together.
2: He had a great tournament.
1: A great yeah. tournament. We did kill a seagull.
2: Unfortunately, uh, <laughs>
1: seagull, you need to get out of the way of a sixty-seven <laughs> mile an hour falcon bass boat, just a little bit faster, Because he was wedged into the trolling motor. Um, uh, so yeah, and, and then it, it was so funny because we got it, we we he found a a semi pattern, I guess you'd say. Of uh throwing a big Kitech swim bait a four point three, I think, up underneath docks, skipping up underneath docks, and you can do that on these shad and herring lakes. And it got to be the lunchtime on and we noticed a pattern developing. Uh, it was the dock in the very back of each pocket. As we pull in did you see it, go oh there it is.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, Shane Durant's had a has a great a great photo gallery up, if you go to Bassmaster.com and back up, news day one or something like that, it's got a great great photo uh, uh, set that he did. Saturday we didn't make it at all except for weigh in, and then Sunday did the expo, crowded as always. It was really good, and I missed starting the music again. Um,
2: but the turnout was yeah. Turnout
1: 154,932 is what they said.
2: Most attended Bassmaster class um, ever.
1: So, yeah. Great time. If you went, you sitting there shaking your head. Yep, great time. If you didn't go,
2: you're the next there time it comes you come. around, <laughs> you
1: need to go. It's in Knoxville, Tennessee next year.
2: Not too far of a drive.
1: Uh, two and a half, three hours, I think. We will be there again. Uh, but, yeah, great time. Didn't get a chance to talk about the gathering down at Palmetto State Armory and Clinton House, and we'll talk about that later on. Uh, meanwhile, as always, y'all... Uh, Make time to get out there.
2: Take the back roads and you can.
1: Don't forget the camera. We will see you back here next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina.